0: This is Trans Chat, a podcast where trans folk chat about ourselves, things important to us, and our communities. Today on Trans Chat, we'll be discussing the following difficult topics: transphobia, trans representation in media, dead naming, misgendering, internalized transphobia, use of the word queer, and community gatekeeping. Absolutely, I have had
1: to unlearn that culture it's taken me 10 years and it is still something that is difficult to me to this day where i work now which is also a male-dominated industry i i feel my desire to engage with these people in terrible toxic conversations that are completely inappropriate um and i have to stop myself so obviously, it's something that takes a lot of time to get past.
0: So do you mind talking a little bit about um, uh, what, what we would kind of um, talk about in, in trans spaces as like um, internalized transphobia or internalized transmisogyny or internalized um, trans misinjury? Sorry, my, my brain sometimes. Uh, it's it's the uh, misogyny's um, inverse relationship.
1: So the trans uh, misandry? Misandry? Yeah, misandry, misandry
0: I, I, I think is okay. the right term. I, I could be wrong. That is why the internet, well, that's not why the internet was invented, but it's a good use for the internet. <laughs> well, in
1: 1979, somebody needed to name the word misandry. <laughs> You're going to edit this down to three minutes, aren't you?
0: No, no, actually, um, so, so other, other than things that um, interviewers or interviewees would like me to edit out, um, if they're comfortable with it, I think it's important to, to get to know um, trans folk. And that's part of what we're doing is, um, yeah. you know, we're being vulnerable on stage so that people know that we're just as humans as they are.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: you know, we're, we, we make mistakes. I'm sure I'm going to give incorrect data at some point um and we have emotions.
1: So I I had an experience when I was it was probably 15 years ago when I was installing satellite. Uh I went to a house. Now, I'm not sure if this person was a trans woman or not, but I I was having trouble misgendering this person. Um I was on the phone with technical support trying to get their receiver functioning correctly. And I couldn't, I kept saying he, and I'm just like, and in the back of my head, I'm like, this is wrong. But um, it's almost like I couldn't look at, at her. I'm, I'm not sure. Once again, I'm not sure if it was actually, she was
0: God. If she was if she if she was if she trans or maybe non-binary, what pronouns she used, sort of thing. Yes. I don't know. I don't even know if
1: she was trans or he or whatever. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not sure if this person was even trans to begin with. But this person was wearing feminine clothing and
0: perhaps responding or flinching with with the pronouns which cued you that that may yeah. be
1: and I've and so just with that example, like that's just one of the moments that I had that I have had to live with <laughs> just thinking back and thinking about now when I cringe when people call me he
0: no um... I, I think I think that. I think most trans folk have experiences like that where where they have to kind of um reconcile some uh, i i would frame it as growth right we 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 don't start at the best place we have to we have to work towards understanding and learning how to harm less i i had a student at a university that i was i was co-teaching uh teaching assistant and things like that with who um emailed me before class and uh, informed me that uh, the school records did not reflect accurately their name and their pronouns. And um, I saved the email. I made sure that the professor was aware of it. When it came time for us to call roll, though, the printout that she used had the dead name. And um, I remember looking and seeing the student's face. I, 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 I knew that that had caused a lot of pain and it wasn't until a few years later that i really understood how much pain that could cause um but i i hope i hope that you know folks listening to us might be able to avoid some of that harm because now they know better
1: and also if they have done things like this in their own lives they can realize that it is a part of their growth And if they realize that it was a mistake and they need to make a change, that's a positive thing, even though it was a negative
0: experience. Yeah, I I think you and I probably grew up with very similar uh, uh, media representation for trans folk. You know, we had uh, Buffalo Bill coded as trans, even though not explicitly stated as trans. There was the crying game. And, uh, you know, I did not watch Rocky Horror Picture Show until after I had come out. Which is probably a good thing. Um, I I understand that for many in the community, that movie, you know, provided them a space to kind of think about who they are. There's a lot of love for it, but it made me feel sick that that is how folks understood trans people.
1: That is a very good point. Additionally, Ace Ventura, or Police,
0: or not Police Academy, um, the one with Leslie Nielsen, uh, Naked Gun. Mm. Um, a, a villain was trans, and uh, I also watched that after reconciling and and, and um, coming out to myself. That and seeing that I, I haven't been able to see Leslie Nielsen in a movie or Leslie Nelson uh, in a movie the same way. <laughs> uh, even in Mr. Magoo, I, I don't know it 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 it's hard. And, um, you know, the disgust on film is the disgust that folks then internalize towards themselves. I, I was in my thirties before my first reaction to things that, that we would think of as, as folks, eggs starting to crack. Um, so I, will take a moment. Do you want to explain that term or, or w- are you comfortable with me taking a crack at sure. it? I, uh, yeah, go for it.
1: I, yeah, I can try. Um, so an egg would be, a person who does not yet realize that they are transgender, uh, their egg has not cracked. Once your egg cracks, that's the moment that you realize that you are trans. I don't know if that.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think that's fair. Um, and, and and sometimes there, there are little things that kind of give us hints along the way or, or that we're quite sure of, but because of fear of how we'll be received, narratives that we grew up with, myths and falsehoods. Um, several trans folk that I know, in, in this case, uh, uh, trans women, they understood the component of feeling off and feeling drawn to, to gender roles or to gendered things that are associated with women. But they weren't able to make a leap, hey, I might be trans, because they were under the impression that um, uh, trans women were exclusively attracted to males. And they, they didn't understand that their attraction to women um, was a separate thing from being trans. And, um, you know, that, that was one of my barriers. I was like, okay, you know, I, I, I'm queer and I'm attracted to, to more than just women, but um, the way that I experienced those attractions didn't fit the narratives that I had been um, fed about trans women.
1: You know, that's a typical example. And I think I actually fit into that category myself. Thinking back to the amount of information that I had available to me to learn about what transgender is and what I was when I was a kid. Because I actually learned from a very early age who I am. I just didn't have the words or the means to, to, to to explain it. So um, somebody that's very feminine, wears a lot of makeup, has long hair, has, you know, is attracted to men, uh, wears high heels all the time. Like these are the things that I was seeing and absorbing online. Like, do I really have to, is this really what I need to do? And luckily I learned uh, that I just, get to be myself and that's just something that i i do if you could see me right now you would see that i'm definitely not stereotypically a trans what a trans woman might be perceived as uh from your ideal
0: i would love to explore on on further episodes um some of the reasons why those stereotypes and tropes arose and their intersection with how the medical communities responded to trans people and created these expectations of high femme and you know things that we might consider over the top expressions um, there's there's no wrong way to express yourself um, but when you're you're being forced to meet certain benchmarks to be able to access healthcare, then then that that changes a lot of what happens in those communities.
1: Additionally, we have people in our own community that hold us to that high standard as well. Yeah, uh, there. In fact, there are trans groups that say you should wear a little less makeup, or you should wear more makeup, or you should do this, and it's like. This is gatekeeping, and if you're not familiar with that term, it's trying to put something in place, a standard in place, that somebody would have to meet to qualify to be a part of that community, and that is not okay. You must be
0: this tall. You must be this pretty. You must be this this way.
1: I can't be 5'7" which is the average height of a cis woman. I, I'm never going to be that. So does this uninclude me? That is almost like the standard that they are trying to get us to fit into. Yeah, And it's, it's not okay.
0: One of the things that I absolutely adore about the TNGN is that we don't allow people to police how others need to look or should look. Um, we don't allow folks to come in and argue with somebody else's identity. You know we, we do not have a degree of dysphoria requirement for us to embrace our trans siblings. That's, that's not how it works um, in our group. And unfortunately, that's how it works in, in other groups that, that I sometimes spend time in. And um, it is heartbreaking to see somebody feel like they have to defend who they are while they're among folks who should be understanding of who they are
1: we have a very big division in our community unfortunately and it's something that our group is working very hard to change we're we're working very hard to change this Um, we have division over a, a number of topics not just dysphoria because a lot of people feel like they suffered dysphoria so others should have to suffer as well to be considered who they are. And they can't quite pinpoint what it is.
0: Oh, God. Uh, may, may, may I suggest a phrasing? Yes. Um, it, it's hard for them to divorce those experiences from, from being intrinsically trans, right? So I, I had to experience these things and these are part of the trans experience. So if you didn't experience them, then you're less than in some way
1: you're just doing this for fun. This is a trend for you. It's it's just a, it's just a, like you're just putting on clothes and and, and you're making up pronouns. I'm like, well, all of, pronouns are made up.
0: Yeah. Um, of the thousands of people that we've interacted with um, through the group and, and, and through meetings and things that I've gone to, um, I, I've never met somebody who was doing this for kicks and giggles. H- having seen the, the, the high and heavy costs of being oneself, I, I don't think that you, you could rationally say that people do this for kicks and giggles i mean statistical probability being what it is perhaps there's one but uh one out of thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands and millions um is 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 not a uh
1: it's not a data
0: trend it's an outlier yeah um may i ask you uh we've, we've talked a little bit about negative uh representation of trans folks um can you think of anybody that uh, is now or or has been visible that uh was significant to you in in media or representation um and it may take you a while because it is it is hard there's so few
1: are you asking you're asking Somebody that has said something negatively about the trans community. No,
0: no, no, no. Um, So I'll, I'll give an example first. Um, okay. uh, in um, the CW's Arrowverse, they have the Supergirl TV show, which I think is actually, this is their last season, which makes me sad. There is a, a superhero who is a trans. And not only is she trans, but we have a trans actress playing that role which is so huge for me. My, my previous best representation was was in Better Than Chocolate. And I believe that the actor who took on the role of, of the trans character did it respectfully, which is very rare. And I think that they did their best. And and um, I, I actually really liked how that representation was compared to all of these other things that I had seen. Um, but to see Nia Nall which is the name of the, the character who's a superhero, um, Nicole Maines is, is the the actress, on a show. And being able to talk about some trans experiences the way that the story is told, without that being the only thing she is about, because she is much more than that. And it, 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 it hit me hard. I love, I, I don't know if you enjoyed Lost Boys, with Kiefer Sutherland and I can't remember any of the other actors cuz Kiefer Sutherland and I mean 80s punk look uh, a very heart beating uh, attractive person Uh, anyway so there is a movie called bit um, that is a like teen vampire movie not not at all like uh, the Stephanie Meyer uh, Twilight not at all like Twilight and w- once again, we have Nicole Maines, who, who is who is um, playing the role of a trans woman on screen and she's not the victim and she is not the villain. And it is just it's 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 big for me, at least. Um, and there's a couple of musicians that I've started uh, to, to really find meaningful and I have totally tangented. And um, I, I guess I'll, I'll ask if, if If uh, there are anybody uh, in in similar veins that you have seen, I believe Pose. uh, What was um, Orange is the New Black? I believe there was a trans character. um, Yes, that was played by Laverne Cox. Yes.
1: Okay, Laverne Cox, amazing, amazing for the community, amazing actress in lots of movies. Uh, specifically, "Orange the New Black.
0: Did you know that we have official TNGN merchandise? You're kidding! That's right. The group behind this podcast has official merchandise. Check it out at the Redbubble link in the show notes, and while you're there, you're sure to find other amazing products from this artist. I'm definitely in love with the Galaxy Wolf sticker.
1: So one of the things that I've also seen in pop culture is negative examples of transgender people in the in in these movies. For an example, the assignment.
0: Oh my gosh, I've only yeah. read the the IMDb description of that, and I have a hard time watching uh, Resident Evil now because I loved that actress. Um but I, I digress.
1: Go ahead and share your thoughts. And her, you know, the problem is that she didn't see anything wrong with what she did. Um, she didn't see, she didn't listen to the community. She quoted her own sexuality as being like a part of the team. Um, that's something that people can definitely look into if they want to read more about it. But essentially the assignment is, a movie, um, basically, um, they have a gender change um,
0: against their will, sure. right? Huh? Against their will, correct?
1: Yeah, against their will. So, basically, the the preface of the movie or the description of the movie would be: after being double crossed, a hit man becomes a hit woman with help from a rogue surgeon. These are things that obviously would never happen, I, and I'm okay with
0: fiction. The, the time it was made was not the time in which uh pulp fiction is pioneering uh, uh untested waters right so so uh, cu- coming from uh, my academic background this is something that we see right is, is you get these sometimes uh, very out there stories that give space for um lgbt characters or ideas or questioning gender or questioning language but i don't think this is an example of that right this is this is at a, at a point where we know that these things are harmful.
1: Right. So one thing that they could have done when casting the person is used a trans actor or actress to complete this. And I think that would have actually, that would have probably made it palatable. The thing is, is we, we don't really see trans people playing cis people on TV. We see cis people playing trans people, and occasionally we see trans people playing trans people. So we definitely have an issue with that as well. But on a positive note, um, I definitely wanted to mention Boy Meets Girl with Michelle Henley. That's probably one of my favorite movies with trans representation. It goes as far as showing her naked and i think that's huge on an actual movie just seeing a trans woman standing there who michelle henley is is a trans woman and she is on the screen her body that was so empowering to me
0: and the way they did it was empowering as well like this was not for this was not for laughs this was not part of somebody surviving or being a victim of harm this this was she was presenting herself comfortable in her body being herself and the way that uh we'll try not to give spoilers the way that her doing that was responded to was incredibly positive and incredibly validating would that that'd be safe to say?
1: On that note, I'm going to go watch the movie.
0: Okay. <laughs> no. uh, so after we bought the movie, I watched it that first night. My wife and I watched it the next night. Then my wife and I watched it the next night again. And uh, I rarely do that with movies.
1: It shows... I don't want to give away too much because I'm just going to tell you you need to watch it because it's one of my favorite movies of about trans representation. I will I, say that it deals with toxic masculinity and and all kinds of stuff and how people are trying to break that cycle in the movie. So it's really nice to see that. And I just, I absolutely recommend it.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if at, at some point it is considered a, a, a seminal stepping stone in, in, in transmedia, along with a handful of others. What was great is difficult topics were talked about but uh, and, you know, I, I had several adrenaline rushes while watching it, but it, it wasn't a trans person gets harmed on screen over and over again movie.
1: It was a lot of it. It felt real to me. It felt like something that could happen in life, like somebody was telling me a story about their life. Very easily. Anyways, it could very easily yeah. have been.
0: So I I know one thing that you'd wanted to talk about a little bit was uh, The Matrix. And um, I'm very fascinated with The Matrix for a couple of reasons, because um, I've never seen it. And uh, part of the reason for that is growing up LDS, you are heavily discouraged to not watch rated R movies. It's it's sometimes expressed as like this doctrinal thing. You're going to go to hell if you watch a rated R movie. I'm looking forward to watching The Matrix, but it's become something that has been so... Loved by folks. I'm almost scared to watch it. And there's another reason that I'm excited to watch it though
1: So something a lot of people probably are aware of already um, is The Matrix is a trans allegory. Uh, It was created by the Wachowskis Um, At the time it was created. They were not out as trans women So they were known as the Wachowski brothers Now, what an allegory is, is essentially a story that has a hidden meaning. There are tons of hidden meanings in this movie. And it essentially... After knowing this information and watching the movie again, it's absolutely shocking. And I'm honestly sure that I've missed some of the cues. I'm quoting a few from an article recently that I read. Um, One of the lines... That. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss said. Which is Trinity. Is. He's. Um, the first exchange. Between Neo and Trinity. He assumes that. She's a guy. And she says. Most guys do. Neo. Who is the main character. Or Keanu Reeves. Known as Thomas Anderson in the real world. Or Mr. Anderson. And it's actually kind of funny because my name is Anderson. My last name is Anderson, so I get Mister Mister Anderson all the time. And so I, I just tell people now you don't know how ironic that is. <laughs> that now that I know it's an allegory, <laughs> the I'm trying not to. So if you've not seen The Matrix,
0: I think spoilers are are inevitable in this in this topic. So we'll we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll say there's some spoilers, and if you've not seen it like me uh pause go watch it come back and learn yeah exactly
1: thomas anderson the main character's name in the real world throughout the entire movie the computer system is dead naming him by calling him mr anderson even though his name is neo so the system being the world or people dead naming that's just one of our experiences that we have the red pill and the blue pill refers to hormone therapy uh there are hidden there are Cyanatic actually
0: references
1: yeah there are all kinds of hidden pictures words at the end of the movie there's there are several things little easter eggs and i know several scenes were actually removed via warner brothers because they they, they felt were- they felt that mainstream people would not understand the concept of it it was 1999 after all a lot of the experiences that the wachowski sisters had as trans women are referenced in this film and so i i would absolutely encourage anybody to watch the movie if they haven't seen it and to also read this article
0: i think we can post it in the show notes um and i would i would love uh, for us first to maybe carve out more time and and chat with with members on the team um about maybe how that information has has uh been digested and processed or their experiences with the matrix my wachowski exposure is largely wrapped up in the movie bound which came out um i think a year before the matrix or a few years before the matrix which is is one of if not the only noir film i can think of with lgbt characters or in this case uh lesbian characters or 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 at least a lesbian uh, f slash relationship so i, I I, I don't know if, if, if one or both of them are bisexual, but um, where they're not the victims or they're not the quirky villains. And um, it is it is not a scare movie to try to discourage folks from being themselves. It's, it's a noir that just happens to have lesbian characters in it. And um, I really liked that. And then finding out information about The Matrix uh, and being able to unpack that is something I'm excited to to continue to do. Hey folks, thanks for joining us today for TransChat. Next week, we will be doing a special series on the troubled teen industry. We look forward to having you join us.